Hello, this is Gary from VR Roundtable, and this podcast is the audio from an episode of our Deep Dive series of videos on our YouTube channel, which can be found at youtube.com forward slash VR Roundtable. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, this is Anthony from VR Roundtable. Welcome to another installment of Deep Dives. And this time on Deep Dives, I have a topic that is off the beaten path, if you will. This is probably not something that you're going to hear about on another VR website or another VR YouTube channel or another VR outlet. What I'm going to talk about is I'm going to talk about retro gaming and virtual reality, how there could be a mixture of the two that could be coming in the near future, and how there's tons of retro gamers out there that are enjoying all kinds of classic games, and virtual reality could not be farther from their radar. But I feel like that situation will change. I do believe that virtual reality will eventually be on every retro gamer's radar. And it might sound crazy and it might sound absurd, but I really feel that there is something that is kind of brewing beneath the surface. It's kind of bubbling beneath the surface with virtual reality and retro gaming. These two things could not be more diametrically opposed at first blush, but I think if you take a closer look at it, there is a correlation that is going on here. So I want to back up for a second and mention the fact that before I got into virtual reality in the way that I did, I actually was a straight up retro gamer. Even though I owned an Xbox One video game console and I had previously owned a PlayStation 4, I was never playing them. My kids were playing the Xbox One. It was the only reason I didn't sell that. I had already sold my PlayStation 4 because all I was playing was retro games. I was playing Super Nintendo games. I was playing Sega Genesis games. I was playing Turbo Graphics games. I was playing games on the Sega CD, the Atari Jaguar, the 3DO, the Sega 32X. I was playing games on all these classic systems of the early to mid-90s era, and I was having a wonderful time with all this retro gaming stuff, and modern gaming couldn't have been further from my mind. I had absolutely no interest in modern gaming whatsoever. So how did I get involved in virtual reality? Well, what happened was... I had heard a little bit about virtual reality here and a little bit about virtual reality there. And when I found out about HTC Vive's room scale concept, that really lit a fire under me. The idea of being inside basically a poor man's holodeck, that is what really captured my attention. And I decided to basically roll the dice and to buy a brand new HTC Vive to put a pre-order in and get myself an HTC Vive. But as I was waiting for my HTC Vive to arrive, was I playing the latest PlayStation 4 games and the latest Xbox One games? No, I was playing retro games. I was a hardcore retro gamer. In fact, I had my own retro gaming podcast. It was called Retro Blast, 
a 90s gaming retrospective, and I was chronologically going through my video game history from the time when I bought a TurboGrafx-16 in December of 1989 with my own hard-earned money to the time that I bought a Super Nintendo on the day of the Super Nintendo launch and I was playing Super Mario World and I was playing Pilot Wings and I was playing F-Zero. I was 100% retro gamer through and through. But what happened was a package arrived on my door, the HTC Vive, and I unloaded the package and I hooked everything up and I started to get into VR and I was completely and utterly blown away by virtual reality. It was like that Super Mario 64 moment. It brought me back to the joy of when you discover some brand new technology that just opens up an entirely new avenue of video gaming possibilities. And that's what virtual reality did to me. And I no longer had any interest in retro games. It wasn't that retro games did anything wrong or that I didn't like retro games anymore. It's just that I was totally blown over by virtual reality. All I could think about was virtual reality. All I could play was virtual reality. If I had a spare moment of time to be able to play a video game, it was going to be a VR game. So unfortunately, my Super Nintendo, my Sega Genesis, my TurboGrafx-16, all of that stuff started to collect dust. I went ahead and put that stuff back in the closet. I didn't do my Retro Blast podcast anymore because I just didn't have the passion. I just didn't have the drive. I jumped over to the world of virtual reality and I never looked back. And I started the Vivecast podcast and then eventually we ended up with VR Roundtable and that's where I am now. But why am I talking about retro gaming and VR? What do these things have to do with each other? Well, honestly, a couple of months ago, if you said that retro gaming and VR had something to do with each other, I'd be like, what? I don't really see the connection. But things have changed. As we see new games come out for VR, some of these games are starting to tap into that nostalgia factor. Take a game like Compound by Not Dead. This game is available on itch.io. You can go ahead and download the demo for this game right now. I believe there's about one level of the game that is available. The developer is also going to be bringing this game to Steam, but he is working on this game slowly but surely. The music by Speed Black, you can look them up on SoundCloud, is got a really cool retro type vibe to the music. It is very interesting. And this game has come along, and if you see screenshots of this game, or if you see video of the game, the first thing that you will think when you see it is, wow, this game really has this retro look. This really looks like something that came from the early 90s, and it's kind of like the feeling of going inside a game from the early 90s and being able to view it from the inside. And so I really feel like this trend is an exciting trend for VR. We have other games like Quell 4D, which is similar, has a similar retro aesthetic where you're in a first-person shooter and you're running through hallways and stuff, but everything has a retro vibe to it. Now the question is, why are these games using this retro look 
why isn't VR focused more on photorealism and just graphics that look incredibly real? Why aren't they going more for that? You would think VR is all about transporting yourself to another reality, tricking yourself into believing that you're in another reality. So why aren't we going for absolute photorealism? Well, part of the problem is computer power. Our computers simply don't have the horsepower to deliver the kind of photorealism that we would really like to see at 90 frames per second to each of our individual eyes. You're asking a lot from the graphics processing unit to be able to try to deliver that kind of experience here in the year 2017. I don't care if you have a brand new 1080 Ti video card, it's very difficult to deliver this high level of realism in VR. And so the developers are going for more of a simplistic look. They're going for more of a retro look because it's so much easier for the computer to deliver that kind of experience at 90 frames per second to each of our individual eyes. And so the performance is so much better if you go with a much simpler low polygon retro kind of look. And that's what we got with a game like Compound. Now, personally, I don't believe the developer of this game set out with a very deliberate intention to make a retro game. It's possible he did. What I believe happened is this guy was doing an experiment. He was trying to make his first ever VR game. He was experimenting and screwing around. And I think this retro look is almost more by accident than anything else that basically just going with a very simplistic style made it much easier for him to try to create his very first VR game. And then probably as he continued to work on it, he was like, you know what, this does have a really cool retro look to it. And then he started to run with the retro look. Now I'm just kind of coming off the top of my head here and I might be completely misguided. Maybe this guy was going for a retro vibe from the very beginning, but I do feel like a lot of the games that we're seeing that have a very cartoonish kind of a vibe to them, that it's almost by default because the developer wants the game to run smooth and if they go with more of a low polygon retro style, it's just so much easier for the game to run smooth. So I feel like this trend is almost by accident. But then at the same time, we seem to have some developers that do seem to be specifically targeting this retro style nostalgia. Take, for example, New Retro Arcade Neon by Digital Cyber Cherries is a game that was developed with the idea that it is going to transport you from our current reality to a mid-80s arcade and with all the sights and sounds, with the colorful carpet, with the movie posters on the wall, with the arcade cabinets, you hear all the bleeps and bloops and the sound. It's kind of a dimly lit room, but it's got all the neon lights all over the place and it just takes you back to that mid 80s arcade. And Digital Cyber Cherries was very smart with this idea. They are basically taking advantage of that nostalgic feeling of wanting to go back and see what a mid 80s arcade actually looks like. And so you could get 
new retro arcade neon and once you add all the roms and you add all the cabinet artwork and yes there is some legality issues with all of that but we won't get into that here but once you load it with all the roms and everything you are totally transported back to a mid-80s arcade you see the donkey kong machine over there you see the centipede machine over there you see the miss pac-man machine the defender asteroids you see all these classic gaming arcade cabinets you can walk up to them you can play the different games I mean, this is absolute catnip for a retro gamer. The problem is retro gamers have no awareness of this. Well, the vast majority of them don't. They don't know that anything like this exists. So how are retro gamers eventually going to discover virtual reality? Well, honestly, I don't think they are going to set out to discover virtual reality. I think they're gonna discover it more by accident but as these different retro style VR games continue to come down the pipe, the word will spread. The word will trickle out. People will find out about this. It will slowly leak into the retro gaming community. They will find out about this type of thing. For example, take Doom 3 BFG. Doom 3 BFG is another example of how VR and retro gaming are going to mix with each other, whether they really intended it for that to happen or not. You take a game like Doom 3 BFG, this is an old game from the early 2000s. It's from three generations prior. Doom 3 was on the original Xbox. It was not on Xbox 360. It's not on Xbox One. So this is three generations prior. So it can kind of qualify as a retro game or a classic game. You have games like this where you can play the game in VR and you can step inside the game. You can look up at the ceiling. You can look down at the floor. You're seeing the creatures in the game standing mere feet away from you. And some of them are standing six, seven feet tall and they look like they're occupying space. They look like they're really there. It puts you into that game. Yeah, this is an old game from the early 2000s, but for a retro gamer, this is like retro gamer catnip this is something that is going to attract retro gamers when they realize that stuff like this is available especially as many other games start to get adapted to this type of situation games like half-life the original unreal dark forces 2 jedi knight there's all kinds of first person shooter type games that they can rework and allow for vr so that you can have almost like a virtual tourism inside the game. And I think this type of thing is going to happen like we're seeing with Doom 3 BFG. And then we have, of course, these original games that have a retro aesthetic like Compound. And then we also have games that are specifically designed to tap into that nostalgia like new retro arcade neon. So I really feel like there is almost this perfect storm that is bubbling under the surface that is going to make retro gaming and VR kind of mash together and have an interesting combination. 
And I will fully admit that 99.9% of all the retro gamers that are out there in the world, they still don't have VR on their radar. They're not even close to having VR on their radar. I have a very good friend. His name is Chris Alamo. He has a YouTube channel called Classic Gaming Quarterly. He does some amazing retro gaming videos from a historical perspective where he talks about the launch of the Super Nintendo or the launch of the Sega Genesis. My friend Chris knows that I'm into VR, but he has never been over to my house. He's never tried out any of this VR stuff, and he just doesn't care about it. But I do believe that there will be a day when somehow, some way, some of this stuff is going to trickle down to him and he might eventually come over here and I will put him inside Compound. I'll put him inside Doom 3 BFG. I'll put him inside new retro arcade neon and I think it's going to absolutely blow his mind. Now, is he going to run out immediately and buy an HTC Vive or an Oculus Rift because he's just been so blown away by the combination of virtual reality and retro gaming? No, I don't think that's going to happen. But what I do think will happen is the seed will be planted. It will be in the back of his mind and he will know that you know what? Virtual reality is not necessarily a threat to his way of life of playing classic games. Those classic games are always going to be there. Virtual reality is not going to take a shotgun and put it up to the head of classic games and just blow it away. Classic games will always be there. But what virtual reality does is for some retro gamers, it's going to give them the opportunity to experience classic games and retro games from a completely different perspective. I remember a long time ago in the early days of the HTC Vive, this one guy put together a level of Super Mario 64 where you could basically be inside Super Mario 64 and you could teleport around inside the world of Super Mario 64 and look at the Super Mario castle and look at the trees and look at the water. Now, it wasn't perfect. It didn't really work quite like you would like it to, but it gave us a glimpse of this idea of virtual tourism. And I really feel for any 3D game, so anything that was released from say 1994 and on, I believe this idea of virtual tourism, of being able to tour this 3D world much later on, a game that you played countless hours of, now you're gonna be able to step inside that game and enjoy that game from a completely different perspective. How many people are super into that game Shinmu that was released for the Sega Dreamcast? Well, I believe at some point there will be the opportunity to go into the game Shinmu from a virtual reality perspective and see that game from inside that game. And people are going to want to do that. Now, it might be a little bit of a oddity or kind of a uh, experiment, and it might not really provide any real gameplay factor there, but I still believe that retro gamers are going to want to view these games from the inside. They cherish these games. They've played them so many times. They know them like the back of their hand, yet when you're inside the actual game and you're viewing it from the inside, it's a completely different experience. It just takes it to a whole nother level. So the moral of this story is, 
I do believe that retro gamers at some point in time are going to discover the world of virtual reality and they are going to find out that virtual reality can actually provide new and interesting retro gaming experiences for them. It can take that nostalgia to a whole new level. You will be able to visit the past like you've never been able to visit the past before. Just think of emulators. I truly believe that we are going to have emulator setups where you can visit living rooms from 1988, a living room from 1991, a living room from 1993. And these living rooms will be created with painstaking details. Every little detail you could imagine. The cereal boxes on the table, backpacks, the shoes, everything will be dialed in to represent that era. And you'll be able to sit on the ground in front of an old console TV and play a classic retro game all from inside your virtual reality helmet. You'll basically be transported physically back to the early 90s, back to the late 80s, or back to the very dawn of video gaming with the Atari 2600 and that type of thing as well. So the possibilities are endless here, and I do believe that this will be a major factor going forward with virtual reality and with retro gaming and the future is exciting. I mean, I can't say any more about it. So anyway, guys, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this particular segment of Deep Dives. Once again, I would ask you guys, please go ahead and subscribe to our channel. Go ahead and like the video. If you could leave a comment and we can continue this discussion in the comments. I will definitely check out the comments. I will be reading the comments and I would like to hear from you and hear what you guys have to say about it. Also remember that we are on Twitter, we are on Facebook, and hey, we got our own website now, vrroundtable.net. In fact, I wrote an article about this very topic, and I decided, you know what, I should probably do a deep dive as well. So if you want to see the original article, go to vrroundtable.net. You can check out that original article. And there's more original articles. We're doing some reviews. We're having some opinion pieces on news stories that are coming out. So there's lots of good stuff. So go ahead and check that out. And I'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Later. Later.